Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to your favorite podcast of the week. This is The Grand Drive. I'm Luke Sims. And I'm Cole Reeves. We have been brought to you this week by our great friends at Purple Circle Magazine. If you've not got your subscription, do so now or forever be ill-informed. Absolutely. How's it going, Cole? It's going good, man. Uh, This is what our second podcast since... We had the baby. The baby is doing good. The baby uh, is present. The baby is present. Yeah, we just, you know. H- Hagen, Hagen has not missed a podcast no, yet. Hagen hasn't missed a podcast. She's been a podcast, part of a podcast every week of her life. Uh, Since the beginning. What? <laughs> so we're sitting here and it's getting closer to Halloween. Yeah. And the door just rolls open. Yeah. So Welcome. To the Grand Drive, all that just entered. Yeah, all that just entered. <laughs> the damn dogs. Uh, that's kind of what makes it go around. Um, good to be back. Uh, it's been a long week. Been kind of all over the place. I know you've been busy. We've uh, been to yeah. Heart of Texas Fair. Heart of Texas Fair. That was, uh, you know, you guys were there showing. My crew was there doing a petting zoo, and I was at home uh, being a daddy. My man. I'm trying to remember how to. Old Daddy Cole. I've even changed two dirty diapers since she was born. You know, there's not many men nowadays that can say they've changed dirty diapers and starred in a TV show. I know, but there's some men that can say they gave birth. Uh, no. They, no. Well, they say they can. That, you know what? I, I Superman says he can fly. Uh, yeah, I know. And you can kind of make anything happen on TV. Right? I try to be... Uh, 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 above average dad, I guess. I think you're doing a fine job. I'm not Mr. Mom by any means, but isn't there, song, isn't there a song? I know mm-hmm. something about uh. I, I tell you what, I'm a good dad, but I don't. When it's feeding time, I don't hold the baby shirtless because I got man boobs and I don't want <laughs> don't, to be all. Don't, I don't want that. Don't want to start that. I don't want to be a part of that. Life. No hell no. Don't, don't want to get her screwed up. No no no. We just stick that old bottle in there and let her roll. You know, I don't understand. Why. I wish the crib dribbler was a real thing. It made my life easier. <laughs> I don't understand how people in modern day society can still get that screwed up. I mean, it's like putting two boards together and expecting to get a litter of pigs. It yeah. just ain't gonna happen. I know. You know. I know. No, no matter what the board's pig says, he's still. But a yeah, it's, it's been a good week. Uh, Heart of Texas Fair was uh, had its ups and downs in the pig show ring, but that you're gonna have that. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, gear up and I guess roll out to, tomorrow, Thursday night, roll out and go to uh, the State Fair of Texas. So I've got to run to Duncan and deliver some and pick some up and hopefully uh, be there, be back in time to cheer everybody on. Yeah, it uh, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be our first State Fair. The first State Fair. First State Fair. The first time I ever even went was just a couple weeks ago during the Bear Show and yeah, you just went to watch and have yeah. fun, right? I went to eat and, and grow. Went, went to support part of the crew. That's what I'm talking about. That's what it's about, That's it. man. That's support it. part of the crew. Family. Family. And and you know what? You know, there's there's things you see going on on TV now with, with Israel and Hamas and all that. And last week they had a shooting out there. And it, it just makes it. Yeah, it's, but that it's was fun a, to go and it's exciting that, to go. But it, but it sucks yeah, but that everybody just kind of has to that keep was that was a That was a. That was a I think you're banging my old lady kind of deal. I don't think it was a, just a targeted, you know, I think it was like one man trying to shoot another man. It was just typical, yeah. typical Dallas shit. 
Yeah, it, it's it's Dallas, and and for those of y'all that aren't familiar with Texas or Dallas, Dallas is different than than kind of the ranching and and livestock way of life. You know, they got some different beliefs over there. But hey, but but you know, but it is where the state fair is. We're, We're not Israel at the moment. So. No, no. I tell you, I tell you, I am. Biden, uh, I guess, uh, oh, Biden, the retard, whatever you want to call him. Uh, you know, he's he's going to do his best to screw things up. But uh, it, it would be good if he just quit doing anything, like because, bre- like breathing. <laughs> yeah, not do, <laughs> not not doing anything would at least keep from screwing more shit up. Yeah. No, I'm, we're we're excited. And to Melissa go back. tells me that sometimes. She's like, <laughs> I wish you just wouldn't do anything. That way, I know you can't mess something up. Uh, we are like, excited to go. See back. Joe Biden. I hope you're listening, Joe Biden. <laughs> just stop doing anything. That way, you can't screw anything up. I'm excited to get back over to some of them fried foods. And guys, if if that if me talking trash about Joe Biden made you mad, we don't want you listening to our podcast anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're to be probably, we're probably not the ones for you. No. Hail to uh, the now. You know. What's no, it? we're 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 excited to get back over there to Dallas. It's uh there's gonna be a pretty good group of us go. Uh, and and we're very fortunate because Cole the the people that, that run in your group, you know, we we're all at different stages, right? There's some folks that have been here for a while. We're still relatively new, but it seems like our group bonds really well together. Everybody helps, uh, especially during move in and pack out and, and anytime in between anybody needs anything. I think, I think we have a really good group that we're very proud of. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll bring about 20 head and then, and then my favorite day of the fall Monday, we get these big bitches out the show barn oh. and in the quarantine pen, and I get to call Bill from Bowie, and he gets to bring his trailer down here <laughs> and load up any little pig that's left. That's oh. that's you know it may be a couple that might make a show pig later, but uh, I mean ninety percent of them will be gone. No, on, they'll be gone on the greater rewards. We are excited. I'm hoping Monday. That, uh, I, I'm waiting. I'm Monday. I'm. Whew, I'm hoping Monday. that you will take some of the pigs that we have, the big ones, back with you. No, or you, we're just gonna drop them you off. On drop the way them back off. Home. Yeah, quarantine pens getting cleaned out tomorrow. <laughs> Everything up there from this spring and summer has been in there sixty days untouched. I actually did something right in the line of raising pigs uh, recently. Is actually quarantined them a, a proper amount of time. So, hey, before, I got a few in there that are due in two weeks. So we're going to pull them down here and get in their pre breeding vaccines and get ready to start farrowing for Expo. It's a never ending process. Hey, before before we get into the main topic, uh, I seen you commented on a uh, TikTok video earlier, and it's about this Proposition 1 that's coming up in November about the right to keep farming. Yes. Uh, you know, it's crazy that, that nowadays there has to be a proposition that well, yeah, go ahead. is going to ensure a farmer still has the right to farm. I, I know there's got to be growth and there's got to be just that and other with, with uh, you know, cities and stuff growing. But if the farmer goes away, we're not going to have to worry about building no more cities. Well, and they call it the right to farm, but basically it's protecting it's protecting people from it's protecting farmers and ranchers from getting sued or getting citations for things like dust pollution, noise pollution, smell pollution, typical things that are farmed. So say, you know, I've been on this piece of property for 150 50, years. 50 years, 150 years, you know, say we got 
you know, type of this. Say we got 200 sows, we got a 750 cow dairy, uh, we got a feed yard, we got some chicken houses. There's going to be yeah. some smells coming out of here. Uh, at certain times of year, certain times of the day, when it's dry, there's going to be some dust come up. There's times that it's going to be loud where we're moving and weaning calves. But we've been doing it 150 years. Right. Your ass moved out of the Metroplex last year and bought 10 acres because you wanted to get in a better location. You wanted to get away from the you city. You wanted to get away from the city. You wanted to come, you but wanted as, to long come as, as long as land developers are whoring out Texas 10 acres at a time, we're going to have to fight shit like this the rest yeah. of our lives. I never thought that I would have the Texas would would have to vote on something like that. They've already voted on it, and I think Indiana passed. They have the right to farm. And basically, it, it's just that. I mean, it's where you can't move next to a farmer and then try to sue that farmer because he kicks up dust for right. two weeks a year. I mean, it's not even every day yeah, for two weeks a year or, you know, or he puts hog manure on his field and it smells for four or five days a year. You know, yeah. that's all that's protecting. And, and it's keeping people, you know, basically people from coming in, you know, even like partially the, you know, the undercover PETA people that want to come right. in, it's kind of helping protect farmers and ranchers against that. So, yeah. uh, and, and I just happen to be that, that bar seven ranch. They live Jonesboro next County over. I know a lot. I don't know them personally, but I know a lot of people that know, uh, Cody and his wife yeah. just from that area. So I just happened to be scrolling through Facebook and saw it. And, uh, and honestly, that was the first I'd heard of it. So I'm glad that he had done that. Cause I, I had not even seen that, passed around on Facebook until I saw that. You know, and, and I'm glad you mentioned that because that's the first time I heard about it too is when I seen it come so, by. And if y'all don't know who we're talking about, Cody and his wife, he's the uh, gentleman on TikTok. Cody right? Archie, he thinks he... <laughs> He's a chubby. He thinks he's a chubby Chuck Norris, but <laughs> but it means a very likable guy. Got the Bar Seven Ranch. Uh, in his uh, in his catchphrase, keep keep ranching, keep ranching. If That's you've right. seen that one, you know he's he's a bigger guy, kind of like us, got a mustache. Uh, real fun to watch, but yeah, I'm glad they're bringing attention to that and. Uh, I believe that's coming up in November. So if you yeah. do live in the state of Texas, it's very important to exercise your right to vote and get out and protect what if you want to eat if you want to eat affordable food better get your ass out there and yeah. vote for and, it and it's not anything to play with because it's it's been taken serious or it wouldn't be on well on, and once about to vote once the public has free reign to do like do thing like I mean, what are you going to get if you sue a farmer? You're going to get get a bunch of equipment and land and have freaking notes on it. I mean, they don't have money. Like farmers, ranchers, we don't. I mean, and I'm not even a farmer rancher, but we don't just have money. You know, right. I mean, I, I'm probably more of a farmer rancher than most people, but we just we don't have. I mean, there's money there, but I mean, if you sue a farmer or rancher, you're going to get a bunch of green equipment. Yeah, most of the value that, that has the that has no that has notes on it. Right, right? most of the values and assets. Most of the values and assets. I mean, it's just they work their ass off, and uh, they just they don't they need to be left alone. Leave them the leave them the hell alone. Left alone, and 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 I oh, you know I got a lady up here up there. That's while we're on this subject. This ignorant, no count, Biden loving, hippified looks like she got high on peyote and finger painted her damn nineteen ninety nine Ford F one fifty. Got armpit hair. Don't wear. Don't use soap. Have an ass. Has told 
my neighbor, my other neighbor here, that she has a rattlesnake, wild hog, and coyote sanctuary. Like she's gonna keep them on that freaking five acres. I've run over more wild hogs since that ignorant, hairy arm pitted, no soap, no deodorant using hippie has moved in here. I've shot more wild hogs, and every time I, if I ever have to shoot one, I drop it off at her driveway. Well, you want to make sure that you got to start leaving notes on the damn things. And the reason I know is because when you hit them and they blow shit out their ass, it looks like corn-fed show pigs, and they're headed right to her house. Uh, Big, fat, slick things. That's what I hate. Yeah, and, and, and that's the bad thing. And I want to stay on. I mean, shave your armpits. <laughs> I want to stay on. You soap. I want to stay on this topic. Don't be wild hogs. We're going to move. Unless uh, you're poisoning them. We're going to move away from, from your neighbor right quick. We're going to run out the road to Arkansas. Uh, very, Sarah Huckabee very, Sanders. Very bad ass. Coming out of Arkansas. Tell us about it. So Arkansas is basically revoking the right for China to own land. Currently, China owns 160 acres in Arkansas, and they're giving them the option to sell it back to a market value. If not, they're basically going to take it. So it's a Chinese company that is doing research and development on seeds. So, And, and the parent company that owns that company is actually on the... Uh, yeah, it's on some sort of watch list. Watch for the list. So, and, and, and Sarah, you know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the, the governor, and she says, we are not going to allow... China to come in here and develop seeds that could potentially bankrupt our farming uh, community. Right. We're not going to do it. I really, really, So really, kudos to her. I really hope Greg Abbott hops on that. I, if he does, there'll be hundreds of thousands of acres in West Texas for sale. Absolutely. They're probably building bunkers right now, training for Hamas. <laughs> Let's hope not. Let's well, hope the not. problem is... I'm sorry, Hamas. This ain't Israel. We shoot back. Yeah. We liable yeah. to have it in our back pocket. This is one of those small towns that old Dean talked about. Well, I that goofy son of a bitch. I don't <laughs> want to talk about him either. I don't know nobody. I, I know very few people in this town that have 17 earrings and a cowboy hat like that. <laughs> uh, he is on a roll today. Uh, again, uh, we... Uh, it's the chair. <laughs> He got him a it's new a, chair. It's a rolly chair. <laughs> He's all excited. <laughs> uh, this is the Grand Drive presented by the Purple Circle. And our oh. positive quote of the week. What you got? No, go ahead. Whenever everything goes wrong, but you're used to it. Hey, <laughs> that is no shit. If, Whenever if, everything goes wrong, but you're used to it. If, Where did you get that? Did you like <laughs> say, did you just read my mind? Like... It, it's it, it's so normal that it's not even going wrong anymore. Like, it's just whatever. It's just, what what is today? It's just Wednesday. Yeah. It's just Wednesday. You you, you get all these fit pigs fed up, and you get them ready, and you take them to the show, and I mean, damn, if one don't quit eating, or one goes off of water, or one comes up lame, I mean, it's just another day. I, that, I don't know where you got or saw that quote, but that is legitimately... The most Cole Reeves quote I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Whenever whenever everything goes wrong, but you're used to it. But you're used to it. Yeah. You know. Melissa, like when, when we first got together, she wasn't used to it. That one over there, that redheaded one, uh -huh. she ain't used to it. Well, that's what Like I if it goes wrong, she gets all been out of shape. But she's getting better. But my wife, she wasn't used well, to that's it. What I like me, me, like 
you know, I'm the kind of guy, if I have a blowout on a trailer and I'm within 100 miles of the house, we just mash the gas and yeah, we'll absolutely. change that some bitch in the morning. Melissa was like, Cole, Cole, Cole. It's all right. Well, that, that's what I thought. I mean, once we, we got married, I'm like, you didn't. You didn't huh? marry we up. We don't need that fender. <laughs> we don't need that fender. We got to shoot. Hey, one time, one time, but but she gets it on. It's one time I drove to like 47 gas stations with my father-in-law because one of his tires was 15 pounds low on pressure. We are coming back. We had been in Alpine, and I think we went to hunt at their, their family place out there between Big Spring and Stanton, and he had tire pressure. And he's like, I'm like, and I said, Shit, I didn't even know what that what that gave you, what that what that light meant. I was coming home from a radio. Fifteen one pounds time. light. I'm like, shit, I rode in this sumbitch on ten pounds of pressure before. I had a blowout in Flatonia. We lived just east of Houston. Had a blowout in Flatonia. Swap, put the spare on. Had another blowout just outside of New Caney and had a second blowout on the same side about a mile from the house. It's two thirty in the morning. I called my dad, I'm like, hey. This is what's happened. He's like, well, I don't have another one. I said, okay, I'll see you in a minute. So we drug the old horse trailer on on the rim. And that's what I told Andy when she got married. You ain't marrying up. This is not getting better for you. I, the only thing that I have done is I now run decent tires on my rigs. Used to, I roll up the tire shop and like, hey, I need six good used tires. Yes. Now I'm like, hey, I need, I need new tires. I need new tires. Like, I don't know why I say I need new expensive tires. Just I need, new, I need tires. new tires. Because, you know, expensive ones blow out just like cheap ones. Yeah, just like feeding a good pig. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean hurts a lot less when you blow out a when you uh blow out a uh, hundred and ninety dollar uh Iron Man <laughs> seventeen five Iron Man than it does when you blow out a four hundred and ninety dollar uh, seventeen five Goodyear Michelin. So <laughs> yeah, we uh yeah, that's that's a good quote. I do like that quote. And matter of fact, I need to put that quote in my barn. So, <laughs> but it, it just, all it, goes it's, wrong. It's just normal. Yeah, it's just normal. It's normal anymore. Like sometimes I get scared when you do things, and you know, like Melissa called me. She's coming back from Springfield, the summer type conference. She had a blowout, <laughs> and so I, I, she was close to the house. She was by one statue. So I called, I called James Glenn. Uh, I didn't think he sent his brother over there. Well, that trailer's got them fancy, stupid ass lug nuts, like just ignorant. Like mm-hmm. you can't get them off. And she called me yelling at me, and I'm like, whatever. I'm not even there. And yeah, don't even bother me anymore. Yeah, I'm not even there. I'm not even there. But you know what? She handled it better than she used to. I, I think they're getting better. I, I, I think uh, Andy's kind of has an expectation of where I am and in my level of concern for things and no concern for other things. I'm just kind of starting to learn to kind of go like, with the flow. You run triple axle trailers, you can get a lot of places on four tires. Absolutely. You run two axle trailers, you can get a lot of places on two. Yeah, so we just roll. As long it. as they're on opposite sides. I remember one time when Pat and Z business, this is a long time ago, I had this old piece of shit trailer that was like a shop built trailer. It was we had first started, like them axles were crooked. I, I guess they were set on crooked. And, and ag shop, and ag department had built it, right? So we was always running the hubs off. Always, right? So Melissa's coming back. She crossed the state line coming in from Louisiana. And uh, she is an orange. She said, Cole, I lost the hub. I'm like, son of a bitch. So what do I do? I said, well, I said, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to tell you what I do. She said, what's that? I said, 
find you a truck stop. And you take that other tire on that side, you put 110 pounds of pressure in that <laughs> son of a bitch. Air, and air you, it up, bounce it out. And you roll your ass back to Texas. And guess what? That's what they did. And she got home and she said, sell that tractor. Get rid of it. I don't want it. I ain't pulling the son of a bitch again. Get rid of it. I'd there was nothing wrong with it. I'd ride to strap the other side up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and she it was, it was her and my sister. And like this is back when my you know, this is back when my sister worked harder. I love you, Morgan. Um, <laughs> now she'd just freak out and call Chris screaming at him. Uh, poor Chris wouldn't even be there either. I know. Oh man. Uh that was a good intro. You ready for the main topic? Uh yeah, I guess. We got a lot of main topics. What's the main topic now? <laughs> I we really ain't gonna name it, but uh, kind of like pig hair and uh, the same shit we talk about every week. Oh, yeah, is we're it, talking but about different, things, but different, but different, but different. So what, what, we, what we're gonna cover this week is it's one piece is gonna lead into another piece of an event that happened this weekend. No fault of the the kid or anything else. Just an observation we made and. and going to discuss that a little bit, right? We said we're going to get to, to all the nooks and crannies. This is probably going to be one of those yeah, things. So that I wasn't there, so I'm going to take everything you say. Might. And it's going to Step be... on some toes. But anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll work our way there. I weigh 370 and walk like a duck. I step on toes every day. <laughs> That's why I wear steel toes, baby. I Always got to be prepared. All right. So, Cole, we, we've talked in the last couple of weeks several different times about getting ready to go to shows and, and kind of how we prepare and this and that and the other and We've got one that's kind of sore right now, and and we had a, a, a young lady come out and and do some night and wave work on on one of the pigs th- today, and we'll probably come back, you know, before we leave. And and it's not the first time we've had pigs magna waves, uh, and and it's kind of a, a common deal now. And for again, I always try to separate those that have been for a while and those that have not been for a while. Whenever we talk about uh, certain things so a lot of people will understand magna wave and kind of how it works and the benefits and and maybe some parts to it but for for some that are not familiar with it uh explain to us kind of what it is and and your thoughts on it and does it work and does it not work and so magna wave is like uh it's like basically a high powered tens unit so it's like an electromagnetic pulse that goes through your body uh I'm not, I'm not a MagnaWave certified person, but we do use MagnaWave. Uh, I think MagnaWave and the cold laser, ther- cold lasers. I think those are both very good things to use. Uh, matter of fact, we have someone in the barn right now, MagnaWaving some stuff, just kind of getting ready. You know, these especially state fair gilts, they're big, they get a little stoved up, so that MagnaWave is going to help. Uh, but I'm going to tell you though, on the MagnaWave. Uh, the wrong person, op- the wrong operator is going to do more harm than good. I mean, well, there's a lot of people, like used to, there was about, there wasn't just a handful of people with MagnaWaves. Now every damn high school kid with a parent that's got good credit has a MagnaWave. But, but uh, Magna- that doesn't mean that they know what they're doing. So, you know, it, which is good for the people that know what they're doing because they get to go back and fix the ones that get screwed up. Right. But MagnaWave, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and, and I think we've been kind of looking at this uh, here lately, is when you buy a new product, they actually have a certification program to go through that explains 
top from bottom, how it works, how to read it, how to read the animal. Yeah, but you also, you can go through that, but I mean, you have to, there's some animal husbandry. No livestock enough to do it. I mean, you can't just drop it, drop the coals on there and get on your phone and TikTok for 15 minutes while it just pulses and turn it up to the highest setting and roll on. I mean, that's, there's a lot, there's, there's an art to it. I mean, you have to be able to pinpoint where the animal's in pain. You have to be able to pinpoint, uh, you know, what you need to do. I mean, cause there's, there's different kind of coils, there's paddles, there's things like that. You, you know, there, there's a lot more to it than just saying that one's crippled. We're going to put a magna wave on it. Right. And, and maybe if, if people don't know what they're doing, maybe that is, is kind of their go-to is just as long as I'm doing something that's better than. Oh nothing. yeah. I mean, and, and you're, you're right. I mean, uh, I mean, I like my animals enough to where I uh, only got a few people. I'm never going to let Magna wave them. So right. that's okay. But Magna wave does work. Uh, it does work. If you use it properly, it does work. Uh, it, the, the laser therapy works well. I, uh, I, I wish that like some, like that we could use it at our major shows. Right. Uh, but they feel like it gives an unfair advantage to people. But I, you know, I think if they just would go in and say, Hey, these people are, are paid vendors for a MagnaWave. These people are paid vendors for a laser therapy. This is who you can use. Set it up everybody, as an available service. Let everybody, everybody needs it, use it. You know, right. I mean, because uh, I don't think anybody with one of those machines is going to ever tell anybody, no, I'm not going to do yours because I don't want your animal to have a better advantage than someone's. I think they just... Uh, they just maybe they don't get time or they're trying to do it. So, but I know like our big shows, you can't use a MagnaWave or a Colager. Like they will, they will literally confiscate them from you. So, right. and and again, I like I say, correct me if I'm wrong, but <clears throat> sometimes at some shows they do allow MagnaWave, like not necessarily majors, maybe some bigger jackpots and such. Uh, and people will be there offering MagnaWave service. Uh, is it effective to do it just once, or is it something that you need to do multiple times to get you more know, use out of it? Just once helps on some things, but it's kind of like a chiropractor. A lot of times it's kind of multiple trips, uh, you know, to just kind of sure enough get it. First time kind of helps a little, but if you can do it, you know, more than once and, you know, get a few sessions in. I don't know that, you know, it's kind of like, very few times you've probably ever gone to a chiropractor once and your problem was fixed and you didn't ever need to see him again. Right. But you very know? few times do we ever go back for the follow-up. I do, but most <laughs> times it's where I'm just got like walking in, bent over, moaning in pain because I should have been two months ago. So. Kind of like going to the doctor. You got you to gotta get super sick before you go. And if oh, you went I'm two not. weeks ago, you've been better by now. I'm probably not going to go to the doctor for anything. <laughs> No, all all, my, they, all my, they do is tell you you're sick. I got a good chiropractor. He's a big old dude, and he just cracks my neck. And I guess, well, he's good. So, so that's another question that that I can I can ask. I know that some chiropractors have fields to where they work on livestock. Yes. Have you have you ever had any livestock yes. worked on from chiropractors? Pigs. Yes. I've had a lot of pigs. I mean that. I mean I. That'd be literally the only animals I would. What would I need to put? A, I mean, well, I, I, I never had a camel need a chiropractor. <laughs> Did you <Yeah>. ask him? 
I did say I wanted to get Magnawaged one time. Uh, no, but uh, in, in my past, I've, I've had several horses that, yeah. that I've sent for crowd Yeah, we, we use a guy uh, from up around Weatherford. Uh, and I just, and the only reason is because he's a lot of horse guys. People are like, well, I don't know anything about pigs. Well, he's like, he didn't know anything about pigs, but he said, it, I mean, the, the skeletal system is pretty much the same in every right. human and animal. So he's done a good job for us as far as that. I mean, he's, he's fixing hips that were out of place. I mean, I would say that's probably the most common need for an animal chiropractor is they'll pop a rib out or a hip out. And it's just, it's like just the most random thing they'll do. They might be like, they may just decide they're going to buck in their pen and then they pop a hip out or a rib out. Yeah. And like when you pop that rib out, it's it's crazy how off balance it makes the entire animal. So that's when you get that chiropractor in there and they just do their Pop thing. It back in. Yeah, we had we had one that's over three hundred pounds this afternoon take off running back to the barn and uh, just heart drop like, Oh my god, you know, just don't. Well I'm gonna tell you what, you know <laughs> you know what's over three hundred pounds and you ain't got to worry about running back to the barn? Me and you. Unless that some bitch is on fire, <laughs> I ain't running to it. Uh, Cole, what what would be some of the reasons for using a magna wave or a chiropractor type? When, when I ask myself that, I, I look at the majors in the big picture. Uh, you know, they limit what what medicines you can use uh, right. or, or how and far hard you can. Yeah. And and maybe the magna wave is is uh, supplemental to that, right? And and maybe chiropractors, some of the things that you can do that are legal and by by the rules yeah, that you don't just, have to they just don't want i mean and i think a lot of it at major shows may boil down to the general public like uh little you know charlie chan and his family from south houston they don't know you know they don't know what you're doing to that pig right you know or, or you know you know say just joe blow betty and comes in there and she sees somebody with a little gun looking thing lighting a pig up, she has no idea right. what's going on. And it's just it's it's easier uh for the general place just like it's Anton Houston when they have special places where you go drench your sheep because the general <coughs> public doesn't understand that you're doing what needs to be done for that sheep. Well I, I think it's very important that uh whether it's our podcast or or just general information get to the public to show, you know, how much individually we care about the animals. I mean I can almost guarantee you that downtown Houston, Texas, and some of the nicest places, uh, there's people that have dogs that they love that are fancy and yada, 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 that have never been to a chiropractor. But you come to some of these barns and you have show pigs that they're on the list for a chiropractor. I mean, I think the industry as a whole takes very great care of the animals. Um, you know, and I think it's something to be very proud of. Oh, I agree. I think uh, uh, we we spend quite a bit of money on things like MagnaWave and chiropractors and laser therapy. And, you know, ultimately we would like to not use those things. But, you know, these show pigs are, uh, you know, they're animal athletes. I mean, they're just like, they're just like uh, Riley Webb's rope horse. They're just like, you know, uh, Craig at midnight, the the bareback horse. They're just like 
you know, bushwhacker, bodacious. The, the, those are all animal athletes. I mean, they use a lot of magnaways on bucking bulls. Right. A, a, a lot of magnaways on bucking bulls and bucking horses and rodeo horses. I mean, so these show steers and show lambs and show goats and show pigs, they're animal athletes just like, and hell, some of them cost as much yeah. as bucking bulls and rope horses and barrel horses. So they're animal athletes and they deserve to be treated the same. Uh, Yes, their lifespan is shorter. I mean, it's obviously, you know, we're not going to show this pig for eight or ten years. You know, we're going, you know, we've got Limited six, time. six months. So, so we have to actually, you know, get ahead of the ball on those things like that. So, uh, yes, uh, when when you buy your child show stock, uh, you have that show stock for a short amount of time. Yeah. And it is your duty to keep that show stock as healthy as you can. Yeah. And if you can fix something with a MagnaWave, with three MagnaWave sessions, as opposed to giving it Banamine every day for two weeks and tearing its gut up, then why the hell wouldn't you? Right. And and I think that's uh, a good thing to point out is if you have one that needs to be fixed and it can be fixed with something simple like that, then, then that's the right thing to do. Uh, now let me ask you this. If you pay attention to your animal enough, there should be telltale signs that show you something's off, something needs to be looked at. What what would be for somebody that hasn't spent a whole lot of time with pigs first year, second year, to be able to look at their animal and be like, you know what, maybe maybe I do need to get a hold of somebody with a magna wave. I mean, I would think like when your pig gets up and it's dragging a leg across the pen, probably time to try to do something about it. Uh, you know, if they're sitting there and they just want to stab their leg at the ground, you know, probably need to, and it may not be a magna wave issue, yeah. but it's maybe something, you know, I mean, cause you can get these things too jacked up on protein and their muscles get too tight and they just want to start stabbing. And, but th- that also is something you, you can kind of fix that a little bit with the magna wave as well. But right. I would think if you look at your animal every day and spend any amount of time with that animal, you'd be able to tell. And and some might think, well, man, forty dollars—that's you know—that's quite a bit of money. You do it two or three days in a row. But on the other hand, same person goes to store X Y Z and buys, and buys three packs of Marlboro well, Lights well, in no, a case I, of Modelo. I, I was going to stay with the pig there. She buy like. 13 different supplements to add to the feed. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was, you was going to a different <laughs> place with it. Yeah, I was thinking three packs of Marlboro Lights and a case of Modelo, and that's $40. They'll do that every day. Right. You know? Right. If, if you're going to take the responsibility of having the animal, I mean, you got you to gotta take care of it. Kind of like I had this guy work for me one time and told me he needed some gas money, so I gave him $20. Next day, he said he needed gas money. I said, so I gave him $20. Next day, he said, can I get another draw for gas money? I'm like, I said, hey. I said, I gave you $20 the last two days. He said, yeah, but man, after I buy two monsters and two packs of cigarettes, I don't leave but $8 to put in my car. <laughs> Priorities. And he also calls his car the Beast of Hamilton County. <laughs> Priorities. Hey, and, and we talk all about this, and, and we mentioned at the beginning that we were going to talk about a scenario that, that's probably going to step on some toes. And I don't want everybody to understand, this is not towards the exhibitor. This is this is a, an event that 
you don't see very often. And when you see it, it just... Yeah, you, if you see it once, you've seen it too often. Yeah. It, it doesn't doesn't seem like it flows right. So... I wasn't there. You got to tell me. Why is everyone looking at me? We're not. So I, I was kind of near the pin and... Uh, on on different levels, there was a there there was a class at at a show recently, and the judge the the exhibitor was having a hell of a time. Yeah, okay. With, so I'm just going to tell you. Okay, yes, no, I know no, what happened. Okay. I know the, what happened. The, the right? exhibitor was having a hell of a time trying to it, get the pig the ju- out of a corner. The judge asked him to walk so it ju- out there with the boards. So the judge asked the 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 volunteers in the ring to go get boards. And walk the pig back out into the ring, yes, so that he could he could he could see it, but the boards it. never got away from it. Yeah, right. So my thoughts on that: your pig's in the corner, tough shit. I'm. It's not my responsibility to get that pig to me. It's your responsibility to bring that pig to me. You can't see more. And when when judges do that, you can't tell if that pig is freaking sound. You can't tell a damn thing about that pig when you have to. When you ask them to get it, if it's standing in the corner, and that's my—that's a pet peeve—is when a judge uses one standing in the corner screaming and will say, "This is sound." How the hell do you know the son of a bitch is sound if it can't walk if it don't get out of the corner? And in the scenario you're talking about, I, I'm just gonna say that the girl that was second behind him, her pig won that same breed the other two shows that week, and then she was second behind one that was jammed up in some boards and couldn't walk. So, I mean, hey, shit happens. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, don't. As a judge, it's not my responsibility to to drag that pig to me. You bring it to me. If you want to win the class, you bring it to me. Let me look at it. And, and that- I'm fat. I'm not going to go over there. I mean, I'll give you time. One, one nudge. Well, hey, let's get it out of here. Yeah. But if you have a 300-pound pig... I don't know how big the, big the pig was. If you have a, if you have a two hundred, three hundred, if you have a pig that you cannot get off of the wall, you cannot get out of the corner. You have to have ring help. I mean, well, that, that's, that's not. I mean, for, first of all, most jackpots don't have much ring help with show, with with uh, right. with boards. So you're gonna every now and then you're gonna get lucky and maybe have a board. But just saying, as an exhibitor, I I will never ever expect a judge first of all we're not going to drive one in there that don't get off the wall right okay uh and if we do we're driving it in there because we know we've got to take it in there because we got to figure out how to get it off the wall yeah but we're not going to expect to win with it right i'm not going to expect to win with it and as a judge i'm not going to use one and this is probably why i don't judge much i'm not going to use one they won't get out of the corner or won't get off the wall. Well, I'll, I'll tell you our experience with it. We had a really good one last year that, you know, had the tendencies uh, to, to kind of fall apart after several several times in a ring. And and it's it's it was us that couldn't get the pig drove. And, and, and I believe you're right. I believe it was heart, y'all. I believe in my heart that was. Uh, it was hope, well, but we worked it out. That was part of the reason why why the pig didn't do better in 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 that drive is because we couldn't exhibit the pig right. as an exhibitor and, and show the pig to the judge. But we figured it out though. Yeah, yeah, we figured it out. But just just using that as an example. Yeah. Um, I'm not. But were say, you ever oh, were well, you me. ever like oh he should he should he should pull kick one over there and 
grab that pig by the ear and drug in the middle of the ring, give my kid a fighting chance. I never would have. No, I, I you wouldn't have asked for it. You know that that's part of our due diligence. And and the, the truth of the matter is, sometimes when everything goes wrong, but you're used to it. <laughs> I mean, we're not we're not used to it, but we understand sometimes things go wrong. But did, did you ever? I would not have expected that judge at a major show to come get my son and his animal and use a board to walk him across the pen so he could place it. Did you ever, when you were bulldogging, did you ever have one maybe hip itself coming out of the chute and you just blew past it? Absolutely. Yeah. Did you ever have one set up on you and you hit your fat ass on the ground trying to catch it? My uh, thick ass. Your thick ass? Right, right. Did you ever have that happen? Absolutely. Right. Did you blank? Did you tell the judges, "Hey, you got to give me another one"? I mean, well, it'd have been nice if you well, could. All the time, I would throw a fit, but, but, they, I, but I knew. That but you knew the outcome, happen. right? That's because you were a little bitch back yeah. then. You're yeah. still a little bit of one, but it's okay. <laughs> Where's your chain? You wearing your chain? Yeah, I got I it on. I got it on. I'm I'm balling and you got his old styling and profiling. Sterling silver bitch chain. That's it. Hey, I ain't I ain't that old yet. He looks like an overweight bull rider. I w- <laughs> I can't with this with a guy. Shirt, with a shirt that's we, too tight. We, we, it wasn't tight when I got it. The uh, washing machine. Oh, somebody gained a little bit. weight? No, the washing machine. And it's a tight shirt, and it's a little chilly in my house. Yeah. Hey, we cut glass. He's got that old bull. He's got that old bulldog and boob where he tore it back in the day. Uh huh. about a to little, poke my eye out. That's it. I can't with this guy, y'all. We're we're actually gonna set up at the show. The show. The yes. show. We're going to set up at the show. We, we, we've we got this all kind of worked out. We talked about it a little bit uh, last week on that episode. And we're going to do one of these live. If you don't have anything to do in December, I highly I, advise. That, the, the show, Clint and Julie Halfman do one hell of a job out there. Like, it is, it's a good event. Uh, the kids love it. Yeah, it's fast-paced. They show two rings at one time. Multi-day. So, it's two days. It is fast-paced. But it is an event that's for the kids. They like it. Uh, it's in San Angelo, Texas. Uh, no, they're not advertised. They're not paying me to advertise this, but it's just it, it's just something that I've gone to that we've gone to. And I mean, I think I guess the first year they had it would have been Ashland's senior year. Yeah. Uh, her and Hadley went out there, and like they bring back like twenty four hundred bucks. Uh, the next year, Hadley goes and. Brings back like fifteen hundred bucks. Last year they went back. They won back all their entry fees plus a little bit plus uh, Paisley and Hadley each one badass show boxes and showmanship. So yeah. uh, if, if you're the high point pig, you get a topper, a, a nice wrapped topper. So uh, Clint and Julie, uh, they do they do a good job with that thing. So no, I, I'm I'm excited about going out there and getting set up and uh. Having one of these in front of a, yeah. a truly live audience, not a truly live audience, not just bitchy wives. <laughs> They've done pretty good tonight. Uh, uh, other, other than telling stories about running over yeah. your, your foot with a trailer. Yeah. Well, your wife's <laughs> over there holding Hagen, so she's, hey, she's holding that baby. She's happy and content. My world's fine. I can do whatever I wanted to now that she's got that baby. Yeah, that's good. I told Melissa. I said, I said there'll be plenty of ladies around that will help, be more than happy to hold I the baby. Yeah, while, and while you, huh? I hadn't seen her all evening. Yeah, I hadn't seen her all evening, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, I know, and, like, Hadley, 
when Hadley was like 10 days old, I took her to Belton. And granted, I had my mom with me, right? So my mom was with me. Uh, the bottle birds were with me. But like, for real, I didn't see Hadley all day. I would see like a random person holding my baby. Like, hey, where'd you get that? <laughs> They'd tell me so and so. I'm like, well, that's mine. And like, yeah, we know. We got her. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, and little Hagen, she's uh, three weeks old? Two weeks two old? Two weeks old. Uh, not quite two weeks old. She'll be two weeks old Friday. And uh, she's all ashy. Melissa's using some lotion the other day. She she's been a baby boy. lotion. It's baby boy. lotion. Hold on, it's baby lotion. I said, Where'd you get that? She said the cabinet. I said, We ain't bought baby lotion since Hadley was a baby. She said, she's putting seven year old baby lotion on Hagen. <laughs> but Hagen's been to more livestock shows than a lot of people. Yeah, she has. She do she do all right. She's she's traveling well, doing good. Yeah. She's sleeping sleep, right now sleeping with right all this now. chaos. She'll get up about midnight, about three o'clock, about six o'clock. So there you go. We, uh, but then, and then her ass will sleep all day. Sounds like some of the people I know uh, that I've worked with, they ain't worth a damn till afternoon. So, uh, question and answers. What's up? I got one. I don't have my phone on me. This comes from... Where, where is my phone? Hold it. Wait a minute. Oh, I found it. Where is your this comes from at? Brandy. Fan from the Texas Panhandle. Love the podcast. With San Antonio upping weight and breeders in our area having more June babies than July as in years past, there's a concern that we may need to hold a few in our barn. County show is also mid-January. Is it better to hold versus push at the end? And if needed to hold for weight, what is a good feed to hold with and not to have them crash? Julie, that is a very good question. And I will let the man with... All the experience, handle that one personally. So, is it better to hold them early or late? Yep. Uh, is it better to hold them or push them? Oh, hold them for sure. I mean, you're going to keep their, when you hold them, you're going to keep their hawks in check. You're going to keep their front feet in check. I mean, you're just going to be able to keep a whole lot of things in check if you just hold them early. And, I, and I'm not saying hold them early. I'm just saying don't go out there and fill the damn feeder up with, you know, feed and just let them eat because you can you can trash one pretty fast that way so i think it's better to hold them early and uh also when you hold them early and you start feeding them later like they know what it's like to be hungry right i mean they know what it, i mean and i think that's i think that's what keeps a lot of pigs on feed it's like these older pigs they were they just rarely go off feed at, at big shows because they've been just kind of fed at their whole life you know they've never just had a big full feeding so they know what it's like to be hungry so they just get up and eat yeah uh yes i think it is better to just kind of slow roll them in the beginning uh i mean not not just completely crash them you know because to a point they've got to have enough protein uh you know they gotta they gotta have some muscle in the beginning i mean they gotta have muscle uh early to have it late i mean it's it's like it's muscle memory i mean they gotta have it you know and just kind of ease them along and manage it yeah so yes i would definitely just kind of ease them along in the beginning and then kind of let them roll at the end if you needed to so uh there's so many holding rations i mean i used to you go to duncan and uh there'd be 20 million boar stud flyers on the wall and now there's 20 million Flyers about the latest and the greatest holding rations. So, mm-hmm. 
I don't know which one works. I don't know if any of them work. I don't know if all of them work, but there are plenty of them out there that you can use. Uh, just contact somebody the guy that bred your pig likely knows. Uh, yeah. There are millions of them. Uh, we don't, I guess we don't necessarily have a favorite uh, with us feeding probably 75% gilts. We don't have to hold quite as much. And, you know, our barrows are, I mean, we kind of treat them like shit when we first get them. Mm-hmm. Not on purpose. It's just because, you know, we're, we're so full. We still got state fair pigs in the barn. But we still got our barrows three and four to a pen. Like, we got some barrows that are, you know, damn near bow-legged and got an ass as wide as an elephant. And then we got some skinny ones, and they're all in the same pen. Right. So we're fixing to chunk some outside and start feeding on the skinny ones. And, uh, you know, I don't know. We have not shown very many heavyweight barrows in our lifetime. Uh, and I don't know, and it's not even, it's not even ever been on purpose. It's right. just, we, you know, we don't, we, I don't ever just feed them hard, I guess. So the guilt we do with the bears, we just kind of feed, just kind of cruise them along. So there's a lot of good holding rations out there. I don't, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I guess, an advocate of one over the other. Yeah. Uh, so. And, and it's true probably. I, I don't, I don't know that, I mean, that. The way pigs grow nowadays, shit. You gotta have an old son bitch to need a holding ration. Yeah, and and it's probably true that that again, each pig is gonna be a little bit different. Yeah, you know what works for one's not necessarily gonna work for the other, and you know. But it, but it, I, I'll say this, like on the holding rations, they've got to have some fat and fat cover because some holding rations dry them out. I'm on a holding I mean, ration. They'll make them turds just like dust. I mean, you can kick. Like some of them holding rations, they be on it. If they'll be, they'll be on it a week, and you can kick a turd and not even get shit on your shoe. It's so dry. I'm on a, currently on a holding ration with the extra fat. Currently on a holding ration yes. with extra fat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess as long as you're holding and not gaining. Well, uh, I'm holding. So it, it's been a while since I gained, but uh, I, I guess sure I got some. Uh, don't need to gain anymore. I guess I got some questions here that I was asked to answer. Let's go, people. Let's get it. So, uh, the question is, what would cause a vaginal prolapse in three-month-old gills? We had two and another one starting to that had vaginal prolapses. Uh, I think a lot of that's environmental and feed. Uh, some could be poor genetics. I mean, if they're all litter mates, I would say it's probably poor genetics. Mm-hmm. But if they're not all litter mates, I would say it's probably environmental and feed. Uh, and I can tell you if it's a vaginal prolapse on a gilt, just shoot her. I mean, I, there's there's no point in fixing it because the, you can breed them. But, like, I've, I've had them before. And I've had, I've literally had sows that every time I would, like, put them on Matrix or they would go, they would come in heat. They would have it like their vulva would just flip outwards, and uh, can't do nothing with it. I mean, some sometimes it's all right, but I, I've had plenty of them that, you know, I've had one that I bought that, and and she was very bad. Every time she'd come in heat, like her old thing would just swell up. I mean, mm-hmm. be look like a freaking blowed out tire, blowed out tater biscuit, right? With a little with a little cherry sauce on it, and. uh and it would just freaking flip out, and like you, you couldn't do anything with it. 
And come to find out, she had had a vaginal prolapse and they had fixed it as a show guilt. So, you know what we did with her? Got rid of her. I actually bred her once, and it was, you want to talk about a blowed out tater biscuit whenever she <laughs> furred? Lord have mercy. That's what one but we had. But we had another one there. We put them over on it. It's no big deal. But I said, I'm going to get my money out this one. So. You got another question for us. Also, yes, vaginal prolapses. Was that it? No. On the vaginal prolapses? <laughs> yes. Don't leave Uncle Lenny alone in the barn with your oh show guilds. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uncle Lenny, if you're listening, stay out of the barn. Yeah, damn it. Uh, another one. What is the best way to get a hump out? Any suggestions to loosening their back up and making it lay down? I don't know if by hump they're, may, they're meaning like tighten their spine or like a physical hump. I can tell you this. When I was in the fourth grade, I had a blue butt show barrel. This is a good story. I had a blue butt show barrel. That's how they showed them back then. We uh, yeah, we we moved from Louisiana. It was for the, it was for the Louisiana State Fair. So we moved in, in that summer. We moved or no, 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 no. It was for Beaumont, the South Texas State Fair. I bought it from Beaumont. They come out of Louisiana. And this some bitch, he had a. I mean, he looked like a roller coaster. Like yeah, his big old hump in his back. So I also had a Simmental steer. And when I say a Simmental steer, it's not like the Simmentals today that are short and chubby and clubby and big-legged. This bitch was nine foot tall, huge. Old school. Old school. Well, somehow when we got moved out here to Texas, like the, the, this, the hill country, uh, my steer, we were poor, right? So we put the steer and the pig in the same compartment on the trailer. And when we got there, the steer had mounted the pig and flattened the hump out in his back. <laughs> True damn story. And that's how you get short back, flat top, show pig. Absolutely. <laughs> that's where it But if you're from. just talking about being tight in their spine, most of the time, most of the time as the pig matures, there's a pig matures and you put it on lower protein and a pig matures, that spine will loosen up so, on its so, own. So I'm taking notes. Don't don't go get you, don't well, go get Uncle well, Don't go notes. get Uncle Lenny Uncle Lenny Simmental Bull and lock him in a lock him in a cut on trailer so, together. So I'm taking notes. Humping back equals Simmental Bull. I mean, I, back in the day, I used to throw a hump in their back sometimes. So, so would you would you uh, show that one in the crossbreds? Yeah. <laughs> Um, y'all see what I deal with? This is this is what I deal with. My goodness! Hey, before we leave, uh, congratulations to Hadley with uh, her her hell yeah rain there with her Z boost. Bud and Blue, Bud's starting to suck, but we're still gonna show him because he's good at showmanship. Uh, Blue's good. That's a that's butt. a Bottleberg Farms right there. Oh Josh, yeah. Hey, uh, we got some more news tonight. What? Uh, the deck wash. It is <gasps> shit, yeah. The almost deck wash, ready. it's almost ready. Almost ready, guys. And I think it's gonna we're gonna call it Cole's Deck Wash and it's gonna be a silhouette of my face on there. Is it? Cole's deck wash. And look, here here's the deal with the deck wash. You can wash your deck. Wash your partner's you deck. You can wash your partner's deck. <laughs> you can wash your neighbor's deck. You can wash your neighbor's deck. You can dilute it down and you can flush your water lines in your barn. You can wash your show pigs. You can use it as a fungicide, but most importantly, you can have the cleanest deck in the business. The cleanest deck on the neighborhood. Everybody enjoys a clean deck. Everybody likes a clean deck. I think we're gonna get. I think Cole's deck wash. Sponsored by. I'm ready. Deck wash. What color? What color should we make the deck wash? 
Peach. Peach. Peach colored deck wash. I'm thinking brown. Just brown. Just brown deck wash. It depends on how big the deck is. You could have a large and a, and a small. Well, if it's so, if it's pre diluted, it could be peach. There you go. But if it's if it's not, it's, if it's already mixed. If it's full strength yeah. and you need to dilute it down, it needs to be brown. Absolutely. Brown deck wash. Yeah. The deck wash is going to take over the industry. I mean, who wants to wash it with a pe- Who wants to use peach deck wash? Well, I hope a lot of people because that's going to be the small size. Oh, yeah. I definitely need the small size deck wash. Yeah. yeah. But so, it's, it's a real thing, guys. It's happening. Like, Yeah, no. I, it's I, been formulated. We're, I know, I know we're we working on the label. It, and it's a uh, it's a play on words. But but it is a deck wash, and it is a cleaner that... That uh, that's being worked on. It is going to be presented. We got a jingle. Who's got the cleanest deck around? We got the cleanest. Deck Cole and in Luke town. got the cleanest decks in town. Clean decks. Clean decks. Clean decks. <laughs> Who needs clean decks when you got a clean deck? Brought to you by <laughs> Clean. <laughs> this is actually happening in real time. We did not. Rewrite that. That was, that was impromptu. Yes, yes, that's just how good we are. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, look forward to seeing you at the Dallas, Texas State. I'm gonna Fair go this weekend to Duncan in perfect timing. Well, because I call want us to. from Duncan. I watched last year. Last year, Paisley won the guilt show and almost wrecked. I was leaving Duncan headed to PT and almost wrecked. We got to be careful with uh, Cole in the grand drives. He almost wrecked once. He's oh yeah. Funny story. Funny story. Funny story. Right. So my dad, old Gary. I don't know if if you know Gary, then I'm sorry, but old Gary. So he's never very rarely like he works out of town. He is he's uh, uh, he's an inspector. He's good at his job. Matter of fact, uh, they actually did not get a very expensive expansion project in california and the company he said well that's fine and we'll go back to california anyway and then they called and said no they told us they need you back to do some other shit so he's good at what he does right yeah he's anal oh he's anal god damn he's anal anyway uh so last year during the supreme drive at dallas old gary he had uh i think he had hadley and my two nephews with him pays his two brothers so they're getting ready they're going in there to win the, to do the Supreme Drive, and Gary missed it all because he went to buy some corn dogs. At the, at the he missed his granddaughter winning the Supreme at the State Fair because he went to buy some corn dogs. It happens. Gary, stay away from the corn dog stand. I don't think we got one to win it this year, but even if, even if just stay away from the corn dog stand. Hey, a uh, little bit of extra news today. Um, we did order some new merch. We have hoodies coming. Hoodies. Uh, don't know exactly where, when they're going to be here, but we will post them. I need to get a hat put in my truck. There's a kid I see at every damn pig sale asking for a hat. We ordered hats today. All right, kid at every pig sale from from uh, from uh, what county is that? Sherman County. Pig at every pig sale. Let's see. Eventually, I'm gonna get you a hat. Just keep just keep asking me. Just keep asking. I don't I don't remember your name, but I see it every pig sale. We've uh we we've ordered stock. It's uh not gonna be there's only gonna be certain colors, uh all different sizes from youth to Is there red? Yes. 
Your wife says no. She don't know everything. It's got to be red. Hey, look, I just ordered me a pair of red rough-out cowboy boots, all right? <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, we hope to see you this weekend at the Dallas-Texas State Fair. If you see us, come say hi to us. Cole's probably not going to be there, it, but my fat little butt will. Well, it is the State Fair of Texas in Dallas. It's not the Dallas-Texas State Fair. It is in Dallas, Texas. It is the, the state, state fair. fair of Texas in right. Dallas, Texas. Big Tex, dog. Hey, and if you see me uh, pissed off at the kids, hollering and screaming, kind of like a lot of dads do, tell me to chill out. You know how I'm screaming at kids? That's that's part of being a show dad. No, it's not. Absolutely. You got to make is. it fun. I it's ne- fun I never yell and scream. I've never yelled and screamed at anyone in my life, Luke. <laughs> He's got jokes. Uh, this man's going to talk about deck washing and then lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Like I say, uh, go find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Still no Twitter. Nope, nope, still no Twitter. Twitter But you can submit your questions to the Green Drive Podcast at (laughs) gmail.com. We do have a website. It is not up, but it is is fixing to be built. Uh, there's three young ladies looking at us like we're absolutely crazy, but I know they will enjoy it more than what they think right now. Also, while I'm while I'm on it, Brad Alexander, I remember your question and I remember the topic you told me you wanted me to discuss. I'll try to get it next time. Sorry. Y'all have a good weekend. Adios. Adios.